Genre. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Two Towers one minute at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Norman Mitchell. And joining us again today, we have Travis Bowe from Watchmen Minute. Hello. Hello. How are you today? I am well. Sweet. (laughs) Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. (laughs) So today we're going to be talking about Minute 114 which starts with uh, Aragorn finishing his line from yesterday, uh, but never more than a memory, and ends with Aragorn saying a very, very uh, pretty line in Elvish that translates to, you have a chance for another life away from war, grief, despair. So I want to I wanna talk about something based on the first line of this minute, like the line that bridges yesterday and today. Okay. So... Elrond is talking about how Arwen will still love you forever. Or Elrond, Elrond is saying, like, you know, my daughter will still love you forever if you let her go. Yeah. Like, if she, if she goes back to her people. And Aragorn is like, yeah, in her memory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is real damn sad. <laughs> and Aragorn is, like, trying to communicate that to Elrond. And yeah. he just, none of it. Just, She's going to live forever, but be sad the whole yeah. time. Like, she'll have this love that she can do nothing with because you took it from her. <laughs> sad. Like, he's in a very defensive position, like, at the beginning of this minute in that conversation with Elrond. And then by the end of this minute, he's changed his mind. Yeah. Well, I think that... We don't know how many days have passed between. Right. Yeah, that's weird. That that conversation and, like, the Arwen thing Like, he goes... Like, because if you take the way he's kind of acting at the beginning of the week, as him thinking about what he's going to do, like, with this relationship... But, like, Arwen's talking about him going off to become king. And mm-hmm. Aragorn is talking about, like, him going off to Forever. leave her. Yeah. And then in the middle of this, you have this conversation between Elrond and Aragorn in which he's, like, defensive of their relationship. And at the end of the week, ultimately, he's trying to let it go. And it's... Yeah. There's a, there's a, there's a character arc right. this week. No, I understand yeah. that. But, like, I don't know where... When, but where does it fall? Yeah, when yeah. does the... the conversation with Elrond fall in the course of like compared to these other two conversations yeah I assume that it was they they have their um their pleasant you know evening or afternoon on the the elven day bed and then that early morning um he wakes up talks to Elrond in the you know, very early morning and decides that he needs to leave and forget about her. And then as we see here, he's sneaking off right after that conversation, maybe right before he sets off. Right. Or is like, or is that conversation with Elrond take place before before his conversation at the beginning of this week with, with Arwen. And like, that's why it's weighing on his mind then. Could be like, so like there's the bridge scene and then the conversation at Elrond's, mom's or at aragorn's mother's grave and then the conversation at the day bed and then this conversation before they leave so put it like in that, order that <laughs> seems like the yeah. order that these conversations maybe happened in but keep like, in mind the, br- that... the bridge scene is definitely first because yeah. that's when he's given the necklace yeah. yeah but you gotta remember that elrond is very perceptive so even if he was 
if Aragorn was feeling guilty when they were together on the daybed, then he would have picked up on that, you know. Yeah. When they have this conversation with between Elrond and Aragorn. Right. And Honestly, it works know, either way. Yeah. I I would I take it as everything we see happens in in order. Okay. Because they're showing it to us in that order. You know, I think it'd be right. with no like hard and firm timestamps that say when and things no, happen, then I'm mm-hmm. assuming that the flashbacks happen in some kind of order. Right. And they're all just like cuts. There's not like divisive transitions. Right. Yeah. To show that like either a lot of time has passed or like this is a separate event. It's mm-hmm. just, yeah, it just cuts between like, cause we have the. Cause it's all flashbacks. Anyway. Yeah. Right. Cause and, it's all flashbacks anyway. Yeah. And I assume that the, the stuff with them on the day bed is the night before that they're leaving. And yeah. And so that would put the Aragorn Elrond conversation in the, in the wee hours of the morning right before yeah. they're setting off. So that's yeah, how I interpret the, yeah, because yeah. the way that that scene is framed in Fellowship, it's after they decide to leave with the at the graveside. Like right. It's after the council. Yeah. Yeah. So there's no reason to assume it doesn't happen after the council. Yeah. But does it happen like the night after the council? Does it happen the night before they leave? That's kind of what's up in the air, the way that the, yeah, sure. the Fellowship is put together. Because does Aragorn have the... He has the necklace then. During the council? I think he does. Maybe he doesn't. I forget when. If the he bridge... doesn't, there's even more time. Yeah, I forget when the bread bridge scene happens in relation to yeah. the council. It yeah, was like we're in it was like 240 like, minutes ago. We're in Rivendell for like 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least. Yeah, we're in Rivendell for a while. But yeah, I, I wanted to talk about like the beginning of this com- the, like this this bridge comment. Okay. Because it's it's very sad. It is. Mm. And we didn't talk about it yesterday. Well, I mean, because Elrond is so focused on, like, his daughter remaining physically alive. Right, like, I want my daughter to live. And he doesn't really care about, like, her emotional well-being. Right, she'll get over it. She's going to live forever. But I thought that's the whole point of elves. They never get over it. They never get over everything. Anything, yeah. (laughs) Right? Like, they never get over anything. I bet Galadriel will remember something that happened, you know. I mean, Galadriel will never get over Fanor being a bastard. Yeah, because... (laughs) Uh, and that was that was twenty thousand years ago. I don't know. It was a long time ago. <laughs> she's like a hundred thousand years old or something, oh, or wow. older than that. Yeah, she's like an eldritch being. Yeah, she's she's ancient. <laughs> but like, yeah, that's that's just sad. Like, and Elrond just doesn't get it. He well, doesn't get it at all. Elrond's putting future guilt on Aragorn if Arwen stays with him. We, yeah, you know, it's it's like you're going to feel guilty about this later because I'm telling you now you're going to feel guilty yeah. about it, which means you're going to think about it because you're a weak man. <laughs> <laughs> I think he I think he in defense of Elrond, I feel like he thinks he's doing them both a favor. Well, yeah, I mean, everyone yeah. in that position does. Yeah, I always think they're doing the other person a right. favor. Well, no, like not even the he's other not a man, he's not like he's not um, a malicious manipulator, but Elrond is definitely a guilt tripper. Yeah, like a oh, thousand yeah. percent. And then Aragorn like leaves this conversation, and if Elrond was yeah, looking, yeah, he like storms off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and if Elrond was looking at the camera, that is the look someone gives the camera, like <laughs> when they just can't believe something. That is that is exactly the look that Elrond has on his face. Did he really just do that? <laughs> 
So it's incredible. He's he's like Aragorn was just being incredulous. Yeah. I think Elrond flashes back to teenage Aragorn, like slamming a door. <laughs> You're not my You're real not, yeah. dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like you haven't changed. <laughs> It's been 70 years. <laughs> it's been Let 70 it years and you're still a child. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why his room has no door? Yeah. <laughs> no Elrond doors in my... them all off. Elrond <laughs> got mad and sawed all the doors off. Oh, man. You know what? Your room can be the room with the mural and the sword you don't want. <laughs> I'm just going to put your bed in there. Oh, my God. Deal with it. Uh. And then we cut to uh, we cut to the morning of the fellowship leaving. Yeah, you can see Gimli kind of toddling his way yeah, up to the, the fellowship. Yeah, you see all of them. Yeah. <laughs> Peter Jackson says he regrets not getting a better shot uh, of that uh, instead of like just through the trees, not getting a better shot of them from from behind to like firmly establish that that's when this is. Because, you know, some people don't notice backgrounds. I, I'll, I'll be honest. I probably noticed it, you know, when I, you know, was watching these movies in heavy rotation, but definitely forgot about it and didn't notice it until I was you know, taking my notes for this and, and watched the scene a few times. Because I just kind of assumed that they were background elves and didn't, you know, look any further. I, mm-hmm. uh, But then it's like I noticed the I noticed Gandalf's hat. And I thought, oh, okay, that's that's Gandalf. And the, oh, well, there's there's all the wee, there's all these the wee hobbits. And, yeah, you know, <laughs> is yeah. Boromir shield visible? He's his back is visible. Um, I'm not sure because that's what would identify Boromir for me as seeing the shield. Yeah, that's what would make me in a scene go, oh, that's Boromir. Let's see. Oh, you definitely see his cloak. Yep, I okay. see him. He's between. He looks like he's between Merry and Pippin and Sam and Frodo. That yeah. makes sense. And you got Legolas over by uh, Gandalf. Yep. And then yeah, Gimli kind of strides by. He's kind of waddles his way in. Yeah. His dwarven gait is very uh very noticeable. Yeah, I'm assuming that this stuff was all filmed, you know, way later and not, you know, when they were in Rivendell filming, but. I don't know if they call that out actually about yeah. this scene. It's so it's mind boggling that they filmed so much of this, you know, all together and then cut it up between three movies. So I almost wonder if this was filmed at the same time because uh, Sean, yeah, and Sean Bean wasn't there when mm. they filmed the Fellowship leaving. That's he's digitally cut in. Oh, okay, like an extra right. In. Yeah. yeah. Or he had a stand in. Yeah, and that looks like that's probably all doubles i assume so yeah in the back of this scene yeah because that's that's definitely gimli's double that's not john reese davies sure right and i figure all the hobbits are there yeah that's the scales yeah the scale doubles yeah which means it's probably tall paul in the, the gandalf hat <laughs> yeah hmm. and then uh then we get this conversation that is entirely in elvish for the rest of this minute yeah. and then it then it's in the common tongue tomorrow yeah she's so mad that she's just like no dude we're gonna speak in <laughs> right yeah. it breaks but though that... that's like opposite well i guess we can talk about yeah it we'll, we'll talk about that tomorrow <laughs> but like this conversation is all in elvish and he's just like i'm not coming back yeah what do you mean you're not coming back you underestimate your skill in battle <laughs> 
you're, you're a good warrior. You'll you'll come back to me. And it's just like that's that's not what I'm talking about. It takes them you, you, so long to get to the like what what he's talking about. It's like it's so drawn out. Right. They, they're not understanding each other. Yeah. At this exact moment, like, mm-hmm. were you were you trying to leave without saying goodbye? Yes, actually, that's exactly what I was trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not coming back. See, what, what, yes, you are. No, I'm not. And neither are you. That feels, you know, that feels, that feels true to life. Because, like, Aragorn doesn't want to do this. And yeah. Arwen's yeah. just like, oh, good morning. Like, yeah. <laughs> She's like, I already said goodbye yesterday. <laughs> I touched your ears. We went to bed. <laughs> we, like, kissed a bunch. And yeah. <laughs> I saw your dad. <laughs> your dad berated me with yeah. an avalanche of guilt. Yeah. He does that. You touched your ears, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to save that for marriage. <laughs> you think Elrond's a prude? Probably. No. <laughs> I'll still have. Well, I guess they have time. They have lots of time. Never mind. Uh, I think I would have to find it, but it's somewhere out there. There is, uh, there, there's some, I think there's something written down about elves being like monogamous, like 1,000%. Like once they have a partner, that's their partner forever. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Uh, so like this idea to Elrond is like even more just like, damn it. Yeah. (laughs) And what will Thranduil think of like (laughs) us? Oh. But, uh. So yeah, they they just don't they're not getting each other in this minute at all. Like yeah. Aragorn has to like lay it out real plain in that last line in Elvish to just be like, no no no, you you're gonna go be immortal and like never age or or really, be sad. He doesn't really lay it out plain though, because he's just like, hey, so you I mean he you have a chance for another life. It's not like I'm leaving you. Yeah. Well, he says I'm not coming back. Well, he's yeah, more he's, he's more he's clear joking. in the next minute, but. Yeah, it's... like he's building to it. Like yeah. he's like, I'm not coming back. What do you mean you're not coming back? He's trying he's the, like, the soft I mean, he, approach, right? He's like, you you have so, something so much better waiting for you in the in the, the literal undying lands. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. no no despair, no war. There's no war there. <laughs> it's a nice place. I think yeah. that when he says away from grief, though, like that's a lie he knows that she's right i mean sad. he just told elrond she'll yeah. be sad forever <laughs> but he's buying into the idea that it's she's going off to paradise and she'll forget all about him and won't mm. know right you know sadness when and, you when you literally get to live with your physical body in heaven surrounded by gods and angels you know perhaps life will be better yeah that's fair i thought it was interesting that you know listening to them you know speaking in this elvish uh, tongue um the the words for like we hear death and battle and then war grief and despair uh, they sounded a lot to me like a lot of the um the orc language in the hobbit because we we get a lot of uh orc you know speech in i think the first Hobbit and maybe the second Hobbit movie with uh, mm-hmm. uh, Bolg and uh, and Azog. Azog, there you go. And so, just those couple words sound very much like the and it makes sense. They're the darker, you know, words for you know the 
the darkness in right. the world, that kind of stuff. So, but then those are like happy words in Orcish. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like the word for despair in Elven is the word for smiles in Orcish. Yeah. Oh no! Puppy dogs and rainbows. And... <laughs> right. Uh, like the a word that stuck out to me is uh, is dagor, which I believe is the Elven word for battle. Mm. Yeah. I think that's one of them that sounds like a word that I can picture Azog saying or. And they um, in at the beginning of this week, they use the word uh, Estillo. Yeah. Uh, Estilo. Estilo. Or something like that. Uh, which seems to obviously mean trust because it's oh, the only Estelio, thing. Estelio. Estelio. Because it's. Uh, it's the only thing she says three times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she uses that word again here across the line that says you underestimate your skill in battle mm. which must like that must be yeah like a, a translation from like you don't trust your your skill in arms that makes sense uh, and i just thought that was an interesting thing that i i picked up on yeah. in in the wording and i i picked up on her saying it multiple times because like of aragorn's name in elvish um like estelle means hope mm. so like hope and trust are Close really words, yeah. Similar elvishness. Because what what is trust other than hope that this thing is going to work? Uh, well, trust is like trust is a step above hope. Like trust is like hope has now no foundation. Trust has like a foundation. Mm. I think so. they're like they're related. It's the same chain. Yeah, it's kind of what I'm getting at. Like trust is like a founded hope that something is going to work. Like right. I I trust this. I, I hope this is going to work, and I have reason to hope that it will. Hmm. Fair. Uh, so, yeah, I, th- I think that's cool when I pick out the words that are, like, pretty obviously repeated. It's yeah. just like, oh, hey, that must be what this means. That must be how this is translated from this. Mm-hmm. Uh, without the linguist in my in my ear telling me. Nerd. <laughs> without David Salo explaining it to me in some extra material. Well, I'm sure he wrote all of this. Yeah. Um David Salo did most of the translation and like made sure people were pronouncing pronun- pronouncing. <laughs> pronouncing things probably. Yeah, I, I just mispronounced the word. Irony. Pronunciating things. Irony. It's, yeah. Yeah. I'm good at that. I don't know if I have any notes for this one. Uh, I literally do not. I just have the, the lighting here matches the the scene of the fellowship setting out i think really well so they did a really good job of either matching it from you know shooting it way later or or if it was filmed around the same time then that would make sense but mm-hmm. um, yeah the, they, they managed to recreate the tone i think of the of that morning they really tend well. to do a pretty good job of that yeah. with uh making pickups look pretty seamless yeah. and additional shots in general. Yeah. Occasionally something stands out and you're just like, isn't there supposed to be a bit of scenery there? <laughs> Why is he suddenly just against a wall? Yeah, but like <laughs> nobody's supposed to watch these movies like we're watching these movies. So. <laughs> Nonsense. People watched these movies like this when they came out on DVD. Yeah. Not like not like this though, like taking a twenty minute break to like hyperanalyze everything. <laughs> right. No, they just watched the movie 20 times in a row. Right. What do you mean they? You were totally one of those people. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was. I think I, I think I watched the Fellowship of the Ring extended edition like on a weekly basis <laughs> until I got the two towers. Oh my nice. God. 
I was a teenager. Yeah. What else was I doing with my time? I don't know. Going to school. <laughs> learning. It's not like I had a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking about Maiden's ears. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, on that note. <laughs> <laughs> it's as good as a place to wrap up. <laughs> Uh, we're from the website doodlinggenre.com thank you for joining us Travis of course hope you're having fun uh, so if you want to contribute to the conversation uh, check us out on Facebook we have our official Facebook page as well as our face- Facebook listener group the Fellowship of the Mic and if you have a couple moments um, and you haven't already uh, give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts uh, especially because we're coming back from our little hiatus It'll help get some more visibility again. Yeah, Yeah. check out uh, Travis's podcast, Watchmen Minute and Real Comic Heroes. Yes, please. Yeah, we'll be back uh, tomorrow to finish out the week and see what Arwen has to say about all this nonsense. Right, yeah. What what does Arwen Arwen think? (laughs) Bye. Bye.